The rustle of leaves through the wind. The hoot of an owl. Crickets. The crackle of a well-built campfire. The sounds of nature surround us all. If we can just find it through the noise of everyday life. If you follow the Scout Trail, it'll lead you to nature, to real-life skills, leadership, and much more for the youth of our great nation. Welcome to Scout On Chattanooga, a podcast designed to encourage and embrace youth leadership right here in our area. Now, from the scenic city, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cubmaster Kyle. Hello and welcome to another edition of Scout on Chattanooga. I am Sean Whitfield. Joining me is the CEO of Boy Scouts of America, Cherokee Area Council, Jared Pickens, and the one and only... Cubmaster Kyle. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, Happy New Year. Man, what a great happy day. New Year. What a great day. It Wait, is a did, glorious so, day. So we just skipped over Christmas. We're already doing Happy New Year. Yeah. Well, how was everybody's Christmas? <laughs> Mine was wonderful. Everybody have a good one? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking through the timeline on that one and making sure I was caught up. So yeah, it was good. Thank you, Kyle. Okay. It how was, was your Christmas? Good? It was, it, was, great. it was good. I tell you, man, it is great to be back in beautiful East Tennessee and be able to jet home to Nashville for the holidays and jet back for Christmas. And little guy had a great time, so I, it was it was tremendous. Good deal. What about your house, Kyle? It was fantastic. My um, kid got what he wanted, so he was extremely happy. And uh, I got was another that vacation that I leave for tomorrow. So. <laughs> You're doing another vacation? Yeah, I'm going, going on another cruise out of Tampa this time. <laughs> I get on the boat tomorrow. You were just on <laughs> wow. a cruise in what, October? October, yeah. And so you're going here in early January. Mm-hmm. And where are you going to? Uh, we're going to Costa Maya and Cozumel and Belize. Wow. Yeah. And Weston's Ooh. going on this one with us. So well, fun. It'll be huh. his first cruise. Hey, Sean, I think, uh, I think we can come up with a new nickname for cowboy slash big daddy kyle what yeah, about he's got all kinds beach daddy kyle beach daddy. cruising kyle cruising kyle yeah. that's a good one i'm gonna get on the hairy man contest that they have on the cruise this time around no i'm really the not hairy, <laughs> the this, hairy is this is a family show this is a family show in fact uh, come master kyle and you Sean. know that that just put a mental image in my head that i need to figure out how we can get rid of hold on listen listen did you all see this we were in chatter magazine i saw that that and was it, awesome and yeah. it ties back to what i just said because i said you know hey don't talk about this because it's family friendly mm-hmm. they had us listed as a family how, friendly how, did, podcast. how, did, how yeah. did we get there though what no idea and, and i have no idea on top of it the, it was incomplete because it mentioned none of the three of our names it's well, true. That's okay. This is about the scouts, not about us. Well, that's well, right. Is, but on, you would Sean. at least think that we would throw in President CEO Jared Pickens. Oh, that's in true. The, I'm not the president. The, I'm just CEO or CEO Jared yeah. Pickens. Well, you know what mix. I thought was funny was that same. Um, there's another podcast that was mentioned in that that records in the same room that we do, it and they took all your signs yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Clint Powell and Dawson Wheeler. <laughs> took, all, took all the signs down. Hold on, hold on. And, what? And, and the, yeah. they took all the signs they down in the studio. Took the signs down. What? And, and, and here's the thing about it is 
this is a subject that we have discussed just recently meaning like in the last two or three months uh-huh because they had done some video stuff in here for a documentary or something and, and they took them down then too yeah it, come, on, Clint. <laughs> and, come on Clint. And, and it's a big deal about taking these things down because when you take them down they're delicate you take a chance of messing them up and uh-huh. so i've kind of got a policy you know don't mess with the walls just <laughs> don't touch we, them because these things are not cheap that are hanging on the walls what, what they do we, did anyway well, kyle what do we have to do to get a scout on chattanooga sign i don't know i don't know you i'm know, waiting on that um we're coming up on our one year anniversary that's Sean. crazy so we'll that's crazy see, uh, where there is some free wall space Maybe For, we could take Dare to Dance off the wall over there. We can, oh, and put it behind the door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. Goodness. Hey, are, we're, not, are, we're approaching a year of uh, Scout on Channel. We are. It's what, hard April to believe. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, I, I have, over the holidays, we were talking about the holidays just a minute ago. So over the holidays, we took Theodore up to Rock City. And Theodore mm-hmm. is who? My son, Your Theodore. Son. I just want to make sure our listeners know. Thank you. And uh, I'm sorry, it's my pet chicken. Yeah, I take him everywhere. No, it's my child. A real real living. I I know, but I just want to make sure that all the fans out there. Gosh. (laughs) And let me tell you guys, totally, you're getting me off topic, but Kyle has been just on me for like six months to. I feel like I'm getting recruited like my kid is a college athlete, but for scouting. Uh Because come Master Kyle's over here like, hey, man, you could come to Ringgold and do scouts. And I'm like, he's got a year. He's got a year. Okay, but listen. So we're up at Rock City, right? We take him up for the Festival of Lights Mm -hmm. or the Enchanted Gardens. I I can't remember the tagline. Enchanted Gardens. And we went one of the first weekends. Mm -hmm. And guess who I saw up there? Who was it? One of our very first guests, Susan Harris. Oh, you saw you remember her how great she was? was? Awesome, yeah. Yeah, and so I, I called her and we talked, and, and I told her how awesome it was to have her on the show, and it was really cool. And she got to meet Theodore, which was great, and she enjoyed that. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of neat. So, I mean, it's really great seeing these people we've interviewed and, the, you know, talking to uh, Rich Mozingo. They got some big lookouts, baseball news. So mm-hmm. I'm just reflecting back on some of the great interviews we we've, we've had uh, over the course of the year. And Sean and Kyle, that would be thanks to you guys' hard work and, and effort and making this a reality. So thank it's you. Fun. Sean's hey, laughing because he doesn't like praise. So. Just, no, no, no. It's not that. I was just thinking if this is considered hard work, I'd like to get some more of it. <laughs> <laughs> what Sean was really thinking about was, you know, which way he's going to rearrange his signs later after we leave. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I may need to uh, get an interior designer in the studio to help us out with that. <laughs> a little so, feng shui. So you're going on vacation. Are you going on, are you going on a vacation anytime soon, Jared? No. I am uh, going to Mexico. Oh, look at here you. in the middle of the month. Kim and I are going to go for about five days. All over right. To, uh, uh, resort has become a favorite destination of ours over in uh, Cancun, Mexico. Wait, is this Fantastic. our what's up for this month? Is that what we're doing? Oh, I could be. I forgot. I forgot about this thing. Well, no, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, you know, we need to do that segment. What's up is what we have already done, not what we're about to do. Oh, okay. My what's up is, is I had COVID a couple of weeks ago. You survived it? This sounds controversial. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, looking forward to getting away in the month of January. Sean, we're glad. 82 degree sunny beaches is my style. (laughs) 
you kind of slid that in there, but we're very glad you and Kim are feeling better. Yeah. So very much. I'm sorry yeah, that happened thank to you. you. Um, she can definitely blame me on giving it to her. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I got it. And three days later, she's testing positive with it. But uh, um, yeah, and, and we had even been vaccinated. So it just goes to show you, you never know when you could be next. Well, let I me got be my the, booster. So let I'm, me be the first to say thank you for not giving it to us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's because I, Sean is—he's just a responsible human being. He right. shut everything down, you know. You know, several have said, "Well, where do you think you got it?" And I always said that if I got it, I'd probably get it at the gym. So I think that's where I got it. Gotcha. See, that's why I don't go in gyms. They're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle don't go to the gym because he's another reason. COVID. That's yeah. why. I'm excuse me. Excuse me. I'm, I'm glad you you made this and, point. I understand. Do you know where the, you're coming uh, from now? It's the disease. And and really? you know the other reason Kyle didn't go to the gym? Because I'm lazy. They don't allow <laughs> smoking on the treadmill. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> smoking on Kyle doesn't smoke on a treadmill. I know, but that's, that's insane. A friend, a friend of mine used that's to say, insane. "Yeah, but a friend of mine used to say he said, you know, I don't go to the gym because they don't allow smoking on the treadmill." <laughs> what? <laughs> and wow. I've always remembered that. So this is the point where I say, in the Boy Scouts of America, we promote healthy lifestyle and living. Yeah, and uh, if you take the personal fitness merit badge, <laughs> it helps you understand <laughs> and, how hard and, it is to and, stay fit. And, and you, you go continue. hiking and, and stay hiking, away. biking, and say no to drugs. Say no to drugs. No to tobacco. No to alcohol. Yeah, yeah. all those things. All right, we got our uh, PSA. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all look silent. <laughs> <laughs> we're way off topic. We're, we're, uh, Kyle's right. going to have so much editing. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no editing. editing. Right. This is uh, freestyling. Yeah. So, so, so what's your what's up before we have to head to a break? Okay, remind me what the definition of a what's up is. Just something going on in your life. Yeah, name one thing that's gone on with you since the last time we were together that you'd like to share with everyone. Okay, so... Kyle's always getting on to me because I don't share enough personal information. Yeah. Is that a fair statement? Sure. And so I'll share something personal. Um, After the show, you can share your credit card with me if you want to. If there's anything left on it, I'll give you some. <laughs> but uh, we put up Christmas lights on our house. Oh, nice. And uh, Theodore's really enjoying it. Awesome. And I must admit, I'm kind of enjoying it too. We just did like the roof line, you know. I gotcha. So just it's not the Griswolds? We, no, no. We I, bought a couple of those gaudy inflatables that I love so much. Oh, no. And we bought them on Black Friday deals and the motors burn out in <gasps> both of them within like three or four days. Wow. <laughs> that's insane. But yeah, we've been, we've been decorating for the holidays and I'll, I'll tell you that it really is magical to see Theodore uh, preparing for Christmas and, mm-hmm. and getting excited and um, even, you know, preparing and giving other people gifts and kind of seeing that imagination come out in him has just been really rewarding. You know, so. it's even more special when Theodore's brother gets to enjoy Christmas <laughs> coming up <laughs> next year. Ashley's and who would listening. that be? Uh, I, you know, I th- you got to give him a brother. Oh, my What are goodness. you waiting on? Oh, no. Theodore needs a brother. Well, I mean, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one well, day. I don't hear Cowboy Kyle taking babysitting arrangements yet. Kyle, no. Kyle's just texting just me when he's out on their the, Cub Scout group. Uh, yeah, and texting me when you're out on the town and being like, hey, Jared, where are you? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm working. My neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor every year expands their light collection. And what they do is they go out the day after Christmas and they look for all the deals, spend several hundred dollars, 
and that's how they continue to build their collection of lights every year Mm -hmm. so that may be a tradition that you want to start jared is there you go after christmas go out there and find some of the deals leftover sales scout is thrifty next year it's true even make it bigger so maybe but yeah that's that's just a little bit about you know what we're doing to enjoy the holidays that's pretty cool all right kyle what's up um you know what i i love scouting but i also love saint jude children's research hospital and um for those who don't know i'm on us 101 here in chattanooga the local radio station and we had our saint jude radiothon and how it's been extremely tough to raise money for the kids of St. Jude, just like any nonprofit is right now. But uh, we broke a record in those two days and raised almost $540,000 for the kids Holy of St. Jude moly. over two days. So That's big. incredible. Yeah, it was super, super cool to be a part of. And it just um, it reminds me of a kid named Cameron. Um, that passed away from non-Hodgkin lymphoma. He had it um, lasted not even a year after he was diagnosed, and I met him, and you know we became friends in that year. And it just it brings me back to knowing that you know he's he's up there in heaven smiling right now, just mm-hmm. going that's a job well done. So well I think done, that's pretty awesome. Right, well done. Yeah, no pressure on me. And you're like, hey, how was your, you know, hey Jared, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I put up Christmas lights. Kyle's like, what'd you do? He's like, I saved the world. <laughs> Thanks, hey, man. It's that's better pretty than, incredible. It's better though. than what I had to share. Well, what do you have to share? Well, that I he already caught shared COVID. It. I, had, I had COVID for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was going to share. Yeah. That seems like the easy way out. You yeah, know? that's the easy way out of a what's up. Uh, All right, we have uh, got another great guest joining us today here on. Uh, scout on chattanooga jared uh, could you tell us a little bit about our guest coming up yeah we're really excited drew ledbetter is an eagle scout from walker county georgia which is a part of the cherokee area council your neck of the woods almost almost come master kyle and um i found out recently about drew and he is actually in acting and has been a uh, a recent addition to episodes of the blacklist and uh hbo's hit succession and when i found that out i was like wow we got to get him on the show and talk to him Mm -hmm. about that because we really haven't talked to anybody who's been in an arts related career and and i'm really interested to see you know some of the stuff he says and just from talking to him a little bit he's just full energy and so it'll be a real new year's uplift right for all of us so uh looking forward to it all right that sounds great okay it's time for a quick break for jared pickens cubmaster kyle i'm sean whitfield and more scout on chattanooga to come after this brief message we'll be back with more this is scout on chattanooga the podcast Year-round scouting provides fun, life-changing experiences young people can't get anywhere else. But summer camp takes it to a whole new level at Skymont Scout Reservation. It's a good, exhausting time. And while skits and songs are great, camp's not all about fun around the campfire or even earning a few merit badges. It's about giving young people an opportunity to build the foundation of leadership skills and personal character that will stay with them and set them up for success later in life. To learn more about Skymon and our summer camp plans, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. My name is Kathleen, and I'm a Cub Scout. I'm here to talk to you today about becoming a Cub Scout like me. Cub Scouts get badges for doing fun activities, and we make friends. Scouts go camping, climbing, 
fishing and swimming together. We have fun, we play sports, and go to parades. Scouts also help people and become the best versions of themselves. Visit BeAScout.org to find a pack near you. Now back to Scout on Chattanooga. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. And it is time for us to go to the hotline. And Jared, I'll let you introduce our next guest, please. Man, we are so excited today to have Eagle Scout from North Georgia, Drew Ledbetter, with us on the show. Drew, how are you? I'm doing great, Jared. Good to hear you. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I, I think I mentioned... Um, to our audience before we we took our last break a little bit about you and how excited that we are to have someone that has been involved as an eagle scout from our council who's moved on and is doing you know work in an arts related field and and i kind of gave a spoiler alert that people might be able to find you in a few of our favorite shows the blacklist and hbo's hit succession and so just excited to have a a great conversation with you today so thank you for being here me too oh my pleasure jared i'm so happy to be here and and so i guess you know my first question is what was it like being from north georgia that's got to be a hard burden to bear I'm looking at Cubmaster Kyle. He's not laughing because he's from Georgia. (laughs) There we go. There's Kyle. (laughs) And and he's from the beautiful county of Walker County, Georgia. I know, right. right. And Sean has Walker County ties, too. Oh, yeah. Walker County's where I grew up. So uh, Drew's somebody special. (laughs) So Drew, tell us a little bit about uh, where you're from. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Lafayette, Georgia. That's where I grew up. Uh, and, uh, And I ended up going to... Uh, high school in Chattanooga. I went up to Baylor, um, but I spent most of my scouting years really around North Georgia, you know, that area. And I mean, every every summer going to Skymont. Uh, I even did uh, with my brother. We went out to Philmont and did that experience for two weeks backpacking uh, when I was around fourteen. And so all the, kind of my scouting really informed uh, the kind of landscapes that I like to look at and be around. Uh, right before I came on the podcast, we were just chit-chatting, and I'm at my home right now in Sharon, Connecticut, which is right on the border of upstate New York and southern Massachusetts, up in the hills. And uh, the landscape looks a lot like Walker County. I mean, I'm, I, I'm literally about, oh, three minutes from the Appalachian Trail. So when I'm wow. looking out my window, it looks a lot like the northwest corner of Georgia and where I did all my hiking and where I just spent a lot of time outside. Oh wow! So, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I love I love Walker County. I think you know, being able to be an Eagle, like just do all my scouting in that area, it really connects you with the nature that's around you. You know, the mm-hmm. the Hiawassee River. We would we would spend. I remember we did this probably like three times when we were in scouts. My my dad Steve was my scoutmaster, um, and he was it was fantastic, fantastic growing up and. We did this thing called the Hiawassee River Raft Race, which is where we take bamboo and harvest it and then spend weeks lashing it together, making these rafts, you know. And we, we would have each have two rafts, and we would end up racing them down the Hiawassee River. And usually the rafts were, like, falling apart by the end. <laughs> you know I mean? like, kids are just kind of, like, grabbing it. and You're just trying to beat the other, you know, kids down to the campsite. But, um, but you know, that just makes the Hiawassee River so memorable. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I can't not think about that 
anytime I'm around that area. Or the Ocoee River, you know. It's, there's so much natural beauty kind of in that corner. It's just, um, it's breathtaking. And so I find myself in my adult life, you know, being drawn back to those similar kinds of landscapes. Mm. You so, know, even though I'm required to, like, by job, you know, I have to go to New York City quite a bit. But I'm often, like, fighting to get out of the city as much as possible back into the <laughs> <laughs> So looking back on your on your scouting career, is there maybe one or two particular um, just trips or just things that happened to you in scouting that you just look back on fondly? Maybe it was a oh. trip to SkyMon or something like that? Man, it's there's so many. Like, that's, uh, that's a – the first thing that comes to mind is actually a funny story. Uh, of, and and it, it, I think it says a lot about scouting kind of teaching you to enjoy the journey rather than the destination, mm-hmm. you know, and making uh, adventures out of the everyday. I remember one, one year we raised a lot of money to uh, go down to the Bahamas. We we're going to do like uh, Troop 70. We're all going to go down to the Bahamas and do a little sailing trip, you know. And I, we were all excited about that because we'd done, we'd done tons of sky, you know, and that's Skymont every year and, you know, backpacking, but this was really, like, out of the ordinary, a whole different landscape, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so a bit of getting... a scenery change. Just a slight scenery yeah, change. Yeah, And, Jared, we've heard somebody else. We've had a guest on the uh, podcast before, the gentleman that used to be with Erlinger. He had been a part of uh, scouting here in Chattanooga where they did a trip to the Bahamas. Was it Don Muller? Uh, yeah, I think Don, it was Don Muller. Don, Don Muller. Does that name recognize, you recognize that name, Drew? Don? No, Don I Muller? don't. I don't. Okay. No, but I wonder, I, 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 bet, I bet we have similar stories. That we went down there. This was, <laughs> it was kind of classic. We had, uh, so we had a boat, you know, we're, and we're all getting ready to go sailing. And we had the boat and we had, you know, uh, I, there was a captain of a boat, but we were going to do all the work. You know, we were really excited to like, you know, do shifts and all that. And as soon as we got there, the boat we had chartered, it had got hit, like hit by lightning the night before, and the mast had broken off. Oh and my! So, <laughs> and so sailing wasn't an option, so we just like had to gas it the whole way. You know? Wow! And you know, gas around on the boat, but it was still like, you know, a beautiful kind of thing because you know. Because we had this, you know, we had to face this challenge. We had to take shifts, you know, driving the thing. And I remember I had a night shift once, and the captain was like, "Okay, just keep going in this direction. I just, I just want to sleep for like two hours." I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I keep going in that direction. And I, I must have done it wrong because he comes out screaming in the morning, and I, I beached just on a coral reef. And we had to <gasps> oh, spend, like, the no. whole day trying to get us off the little coral reef, you know. But then all those things are kind of fun. You know, like we're you're problem solving as a group, doing these things, and mm-hmm. it's bonding you with your peers. You know, and so I, I think that's why that one is so memorable, because it was kind of disastrous, but kind, but that was really fun. You know, getting learning, you know, how to kind of overcome those situations and then you know keep going. Problem solving, team building, you know, that's just fun. That's an incredible story. I hope your parents knew about this story uh, before today. On the podcast, because if not, I, I, mom I, I and dad, you're getting it live. <laughs> you're getting it live. I, you know, I think dad. I don't think I've talked about that story for about twenty years. I think oh, we'll wow. get a kick out of it. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it, so, are there any? Yeah. You know, something we like to ask people who've been in scouting is, you know, we're, we're kind of centered around the scout oath and the scout law, and the scout law particularly oh, yeah. those 
those 12 values. Do you have yeah. any, any favorites on that list? Anything that you've been able to carry with you through your career and, and how have you been able to utilize it? I mean, it's, it's like, it's like the ultimate mantras. Like that's how I view both the, the scout oath and the scout law. Like, it, I mean, uh, the scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, brave, clean, and reverent. I can still do it today. On my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country, to obey the scout law, to help other people at all times, to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. Like, it's in there, you wow. know? Mm-hmm. And I just believe these mantras. These, I mean, I use the word mantra because it's like whenever I'm in feeling adversity or, or some sort of situation, I can just repeat these in my head, and they're soothing, and they calm me down, and they make me feel grounded and centered, and I think there's so much respect around both of them, and, and they're both so humbling. You know, both of the things make, make service bigger than you, <laughs> you know, and they kind of help to eliminate the ego a little bit, the things that might actually get us in trouble in the long run, the pride the jealousy, all of the, all of those things. When those things come up in me, if I if I just go back to the scout oath and the scout law, I, I will be better on the other end if I just repeat it to myself like five times in a row. So what's you know it, what I mean? So what's it like working in acting? I mean, that's got to be just incredibly challenging. And and you know, have you been able to use any of your scout experience, you know, to help prepare you for that career? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like there. Are, all intertwined. I mean, even just what I was describing with the scout oath and the scout law and using them to help, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky that I, that I am an actor now. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real, not easy to get to, you know, that, do that. Um, there's a lot of struggle. It's a lot of rejection. I mean, I've, I've been on TV, two different TV shows just this year, and I've been auditioning for over nine years. I've probably wow. done 1,500 to 2,000 TV auditions. So that's just constant no's, it's constant rejection. And so you're constantly kind of doubting yourself and having to be your own cheerleader, you know, and scouting instilled in me a confidence in how to do that. And not just, you know, in terms of my emotional life and self-esteem and all of that, but all of the team building, all of the, the problem solving you do when you're in a troop. It's, it is the exact same way if you're making a play or if you're making a TV show. Everyone has a specific job. You're working towards a common goal. You're working to, you know, get the shot. You're working in, but everyone's doing something different. And communication is key. You know, and I learned that in scouts, uh, primarily. I mean, I feel like scouting is really, it's like the, it's the in-between, like in-between business adulthood or the arts or whatever your work life is. In between your work life and the playground, scouting really shaped, you know, how I get from one place to the other. You know, how, how you get from playing with your peers to really doing business with your peers and doing service with your peers and being a good community member. You know, hmm. I feel it was essential to uh, not just the making of the art of what I do, but also just being a good person. <laughs> so, you know, so we, we have two, we have a lot of different people that listen to our show, but, um, I would say we have some people who are very deeply involved in scouting. We have some people who maybe they weren't involved in the scouting and they're just listening. Is, is there anything, if, if you were just talking to someone who's firmly committed in scouting or someone who is just brand new and trying to understand it, what, what would you tell them? 
to do, to I, not I w- do, to to be involved, to not be involved? What would you What would you like to communicate? I would like to communicate that it um, it it's it's like a lot of things. It's you get as much as you give, you know, and and that's whether or not you're what level you're in, whether you're a scout, whether you're a scout leader, you know. The if you give yourself, if if you allow yourself to be of service. I, it, it will give you a sense of purpose in return. Just like with the kids, when you give them, when you give them a merit badge, when you give them a, a, a challenging, whatever it is, they're getting something in return. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a give get situation, and it changed my life uh, as a young man. And I don't think I, I I know I wouldn't be the person I am today without it at all. Um, even, even you'll love this, Jared. Like, I'll, I'll go into I'll go into auditions, and I, I have Eagle Scout on my resume. Like, I have all of my acting credits, right? They're all. But then I have at the very, very bottom. You have like your special skills, you know. I'm like, oh, I, well, I can drive stick shifts, you know. Like, uh, I, I'm a sensor, and then I'm always I'm, I'm an Eagle Scout. And you would be shocked at the amount of times that's the conversation piece. Wow. That's the thing that the, the casting director and I talk about. That's the thing that sometimes gets me the job. You know, it's to this in- day. and it's just at the bottom of my resume, but I, I wear it with pride. You know, it's interesting. We just had our gathering of eagles where we recognized our, our recent class of Eagle Scouts, and Don Muller was there um, and actually presented one of our award recipients. And he mentioned something very similar about making sure he actually urged all of the Eagle Scouts, especially the young women who were just earning that rank for the first time here locally. Yeah. He urged them, he said, hey, Whatever you do, don't leave Eagle Scout off your resume. Make sure that it's no. on there. So it's interesting to hear that from you as well. Oh yeah, I mean it's you know, and it's one of those things. It's, it's when you become an eagle, you're an eagle for life. You know, and and when I meet other Eagle Scouts, it's it's always a fascinating conversation we have. I remember when I when I first went to college, uh, I, I was at uh, Berkeley in California, and I was like, you know, in my young twenties, and I had a friend Howie there. And Howie uh, was an Eagle Scout as well. But Howie uh, was from Los Angeles. He was a uh, second-generation uh, Korean-American. <laughs> and his experience of, of scouting was so different than mine, but also so rewarding for him. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it had to, be, had to deal with environment. Like, you know, we're in the northwest corner of Georgia. I'm connecting to, you know, nature, the woods. You know, we have Skymont. But he was growing up in downtown Los Angeles, you know? I was like... So what was scouting like for you? And he was like, it was a lot of community service, community building. I got to know people. It was, you know, he, he didn't do a lot of camping, per se, but he was he was instilled with lessons about community that he took with him, you know? And I, I, that kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow, as a North you know, Georgia Eagle Scout, I didn't know scouting could mean something entirely different for someone in you know, a different setting. Mm. You know, so so Drew, would you have any advice to scouts who are interested in an arts-related career field? Yeah, I mean it's you know it's uh, it's it's not easy, um, but I my advice would be stick with your guns. Don't don't let a no be no because it never is. You know, I mean the, the arts are hard because you deal with. You deal with a lot of uh, auditioning. You deal with a lot of judgment, art criticism. You know, it's it's funny because people often don't criticize things in other you know other realms. But you know, a play always gets reviewed. You know, hmm. 
or people people talk about it, and people feel freely to say, "I like this, I don't like that," and it's easy to get emotional about that, mm-hmm. you know. But scouting really helped me kind of find a, a way to kind of channel stress, learn how to problem solve, think about bigger picture things, and just do one thing at a time. Because that's all any career is, you know. It's it's rarely in, you know, and it's, I, I mean, I'm an actor, so I speak in those terms of the arts, but, you know, a, a lot of people have this conception that, you know, acting is like you go to L.A. and then you get like a big break, right? Like that's the that's the idea, right? I'm just going to show mm-hmm. up and, and someone's going to like discover me, you know, and that, I mean, that happens. That, maybe Christian Bale when he was like seven, you know, that's yeah. like, <laughs> I can like big up. That, that usually happens to you, but like anything else, slowly pick away at it, you know? I didn't know I wanted to be an actor till I was about 25 years old. I oh, well. enjoyed acting. I, I did school plays. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought they were fun. You know, I, I did them a little bit out in San Francisco, but I wasn't, like, in the union or anything. And it wasn't until I auditioned to go to, to get into a grad school, like a hard program where they're only choosing, like, you know, there were 13 in my grad school class and over 1,000 applied, you wow. know, auditioning for it. So... It's, so when I got into grad school, I was like, that was the first time I was like, maybe I should give this thing a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I should see if I can really do this. You know, it wasn't like, I wasn't thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be an actor. This will be my thing. I was just the guy who happened to like acting. And <laughs> I feel that all the art should be that way. If you're a writer, you know, you don't, you don't, you just happen to be a person who likes to write. If you're a painter, you happen to be a person who likes to paint or sculpt or dance. You know, do it as a passion. Find the passion first before you try to do it as a career. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and, and that's yeah, that's it. Man, that's that's incredible. And uh, I can see Sean here. He's he's telling me that my time is wrapping up, <laughs> and I could keep going for a while because I'm just getting excited listening to your story and you know the energy that you bring to what you do. But. Uh, um, thanks for being yeah. on today and thanks for sharing some of those words to our scouts and scouters. You got it, Jared. Anytime I can help out, man, it's my pleasure. Drew, for anyone out there listening that would like to perhaps follow you on social media or seek more information about you and your career online, how can they do that? Yeah, um, uh, I'm on Instagram. Drew.led is my Instagram handle and uh, I have a website where my, you can see my reel and all that fancy stuff. www.drewledbetteronline.com Okay. Well, Drew, you have a a very fascinating story. I certainly enjoyed hearing it. And it's always nice to know that someone from small little Walker County has gone off and made it in the big time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's always a bigger time to be had. (laughs) (laughs) Constantly climbing up. All right. Always more merit badges. All right. Well, Drew, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's time for us to take a quick break. For Jared Pickens, Cupmaster Kyle, I'm Sean Whitfield, and more Scout on Chattanooga to come after this brief message. We'll be back with more. This is Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast. At the Boy Scouts of America, our oath remains. A scout pledges to be kind, helpful, and brave. We're committed to providing a safe and welcoming environment where scouts can establish the foundations of character that will last a lifetime. Our approach ensures the Boy Scouts of America is building the youth of today into the leaders we'll turn to tomorrow. The Boy Scouts of America. Building character is in our nature. Visit scouting.org to learn more about scouting. 
For more than 100 years, the Order of the Arrow has recognized scouts and scout leaders who best exemplify the scout oath and law in their daily lives. Arrow men are known for maintaining camping traditions and spirit and for providing cheerful service to others. OA service, activities, adventures, and training for youth and adults are models of quality leadership, development, and programming that enrich and help to extend scouting to America's youth. For more info on the OA and scouting in our area, Visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. And now, Scout on Chattanooga's Campfire Conversation. A sit-down with a real-life scout with an incredible story. And welcome in to this Campfire Conversation, where we sit down with a real-life scout and talk about real scouty-like things, including our uh, gathering of the Eagles event that was this past December. We have Miss Lottie Miller on with us. Lottie, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Awesome. And can I ask you, what um, what unit are you in and where you're from, Lottie? I am a part of Troop 1020, which is in Saudi Daisy, but um, I live on Sugar Mountain. Awesome. And you just became an Eagle Scout. Am I correct? Have you had your court of honor yet? Yes, sir. I passed my board review in July and I had my court of honor in September. Very cool. Well, I know that you got to go to our Gathering of the Eagles event um, just a few short weeks ago. But first, I got to ask, we got to ask all about your scouting career and stuff. I'm just going to hit you with the good stuff real quick. What's one of your um, favorite things that you have ever got to do as a scout thus far? This summer, my troop actually got to go to Summit Bechtel Reserve for camp. And I had already become an Eagle Scout by then. So I just got to do all of the high adventure activities. So that was really fun. They have, I mean, if you don't know that much about all that they have at Bechtel yet, they have a lot of zip lines and they have, um, yeah, they have a lot of zip lines. They have like high ropes courses. There was just a lot of high adventure type stuff and cope. Very cool. How many days did you stay there? It was, it was a week. So my troop, they have a high adventure side of the camp and they have, a merit badge side so the rest of my troop were doing merit badges and i got to go to the high adventure side nice that's always it's always nice once you hit eagle scout to be able to just go and have some fun right not necessarily have to worry about merit badges right it was definitely a lot of fun a little bit more relaxing so in all the merit badges that you've earned um what what's probably one of your favorite merit badges that you had to earn and why i definitely like sustainability because that's something i'm very passionate about um i'm very involved with environmental service in scouting and outside of scouting and i also really liked basketry a lot mm-hmm. which i think is probably not one that most people like but i really enjoyed making baskets and i've even um, in school i take an ib art class and we have to make an exhibition at the end of our two years in art so i even made a basket for that with some of the skills i learned from my basketry badge now lottie I hope this doesn't come as too much of a shock because I'm glad you mentioned basketry. <laughs> I am certain, and Cowboy Kyle can laugh, Cubmaster Kyle can laugh when I say, I have literally made the comment before, the Boy Scouts has so many merit badges, we even have one for weaving baskets. <laughs> so tell us, do you have to weave like a Taj Mahal of a basket? Like what's the most impressive uh, basket-like object you've made? <laughs> well, I made a little camp 
chair and I got the materials for that at the scout store and it was like really kind of small so I just have like my cat sit on it <laughs> but because I don't think I don't think I could sit on it I think it'd break but I have the camp chair there's like a little square basket and then I have a picnic basket so those are some of the baskets I made <laughs> so so what's the largest size you can make a basket chair for Cubmaster Kyle what do you think <laughs> We need one for his campouts with his pack. <laughs> um, I actually, I taught my troop at one of the fall camperees last year. It, the like, challenge was like make a piece of furniture, and we made a we made a swing out of bamboo, and we had like a seat that it actually you actually could sit on it because we made it out of rope. So that was probably like it's pretty, it pretty big. Wow. Nice. That's that's that incredible. <laughs> I had to make one of those um, camp stools one time when I was a uh, when I was a Boy Scout at Skymont, as a matter of fact. And I'm pretty sure that that thing was so ugly that only my mother could love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lottie, I've heard a lot and I've seen a lot. I've seen your troop pop up on social media and I've seen some some various leadership nicknames your troop has given you. As I understand, you're one of the founders of your girl troop for Scouts BSA, and you've had a lot of leadership roles. Can you tell us about some of your most memorable leadership opportunities with the girls in your troop? Well, yes, I served as, well, there were three of us when I first joined. So um, I got, there was a lot of room to grow, obviously, because there were only three of us. And I served as senior patrol leader for a long time. And so I... Um, obviously girls couldn't be in Boy Scouts for a long time and we didn't really know what we were doing that much <laughs> at the beginning. So I had, I got the opportunity to set a lot of precedents. I planned a lot of meetings, obviously, and I got to, I guess, make rules. I mean, that sounds like you're, you're the bad guy there, but I mean, we made some rules about how we were going to do flag etiquette at every meeting and how we were going to present ourselves like with our uniforms and everything. So just everyday stuff like that was, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed um, being a role model for some of the younger girls in my troop. Awesome. So tell us about your, do you have any nicknames that they've given you? Uh, well, people call me Lot. I get Lot sometimes, but I also, um, I wasn't the captain, I think. Somebody, I was the <laughs> captain of a camp out trip. <laughs> so shameless plug, I looked um, on the troop uh, Facebook page and I was trying to find some pictures of your outstanding Eagle Scout project, which I know you're excited to share with us. And it just kept saying, uh, join us tonight for, for captains this or join the captain for that. And so <laughs> I just thought that was so fun that you guys were so coordinated that you have nicknames for each other. I never did get a nickname. So <laughs> so Lottie, he just brought up your um, Eagle Scout project. Let's hear about that. What did you decide to do? And um, what were some of the steps that you took to get that accomplished? Um, so I was telling you earlier that I'm really interested in sustainability. And so for my Eagle Scout project, I decided that I wanted to help protect pollinator populations in our area. And I researched mason bees, which are an entire genus of bees. It's genus Osmia. And they are native bees that live across the United States. Um, honeybees have gotten a lot of attention in recent years because they um, are having difficulties with their hives. The colony collapse disorder is really um, causing problems with the honeybee populations. But what a lot of people don't know is that honeybees are not native to the United States. They're European. And so mason bees are actually much more efficient pollinators in our area. 
And um, so mason bees, they actually live in little crevices in wood and they'll seal it off with mud to make their nests. So I decided that I would design some boxes for the mason bees and drill holes in them. And well, there are actually two designs. So I had one design that was a box with holes drilled in it. And then I had another design that had, it was kind of thick and, and um, like it was kind of deep and it had different slides you could pull out and look at the larvae if you wanted. But um, I set them up at several uh, um, places on Stick Mountain for, or to attract mason bees. And at each location, I had these little signs with a QR code that went to a web page that told people about mason bees and had instructions about building the boxes so people could build them in their yards. That is so wow. cool. And I've learned something new because when you say mason bees, you don't mean carpenter bees. Like I grew up with carpenter bees being called borer bees. I'm assuming mason bees must be something different. Right. They're totally different from carpenter bees. And they're oh, not really goodness. as much of a nuisance as I think people perceive carpenter bees as. Well, wow. so um, I had no idea. How long did it take you to research all of this to be able to build these? Um, it took me a long time. I am not, um, I mean, I'm not an engineer or anything. <laughs> so, um, I mean, my grandfather does have a woodworking shop. So I kind of worked with him to get some of the materials, but it did take me quite a bit of time to, I guess, learn about the Mason bees and like how deep the holes would need to be to attract them and what kind of areas that it'd be best to set the boxes up in. <laughs> now, the Eagle Scout project is a leadership project. So how did you find yourself skilled or did you have to learn something new? Because this seems like a pretty complex subject. So you probably had to educate people along the way so you could get them bought into helping you with the project. How did all that work for you? Um, well, at several meetings for my troop, I kind of had, I mostly had my troop helping me to build them. So I had a meeting where I kind of introduced everyone to the pro the project and I um, talked to them about Mason bees and their importance in our native ecosystem. And that kind of went along with sustainability. You think some people were working with their sustainability badge at the same time. Yeah. So basically I introduced the subject and then a couple of weeks later we had a build day and I kind of led everybody and gave them instructions on how to build them. And I had some models too that they could look at. What was the most fascinating point about the mason bee in your mind? Well, I think it's just that they're a lot more efficient than honeybees. Like they can pollinate like two or three times as many plants as a honeybee in a day. So um, honeybees are typically used more in agriculture because people can keep them in a hive and then you can have human control over them. And so I think that being able to encourage mason bees to pollinate plants, even though they're harder to control, it can still be um, super helpful to agriculture and just native ecosystems. Are you planning on using any of this environmentalist uh, information in a future career? Um, I'm not totally sure yet. I have written, um, well, in school, I have to write this extended essay for the IB program. So I have, I'm, I'm writing a paper about them right now too. So um, I've learned a whole lot about Mason Bees at this point and a um, bunch of crazy stuff about all the chemicals that could kill them. But <laughs> I, well, I don't know, cool. I, I would be interested in researching them further in the future. Awesome. Well, it sounds like your Eagle Scout project was awesome. And I think that I'm going to have to go check out one of these and hit the QR code myself just so I can learn more um, about the bees. All right. So we know that 
you got your Eagle project done. You had your court of honor and your border review. Then came the gathering of the Eagles event this past December 2nd at the Weston. And that was our first ever time that we've done this. Uh, and you were a part of the inaugural class of female Eagle Scouts for the Cherokee Area Council. What do you believe that uh, that, that meant to you, Lottie? Um, it was very uh, meaningful to me to be part of the first set of female Eagle Scouts. Um, I worked <laughs> worked really hard <laughs> to get there. And um, I just know that I, um, it's a lot of pressure, too, in a way, because I know that there's a lot of other girls and I'm like one of the only ones that they have to look up up to as far as other female Eagle Scouts. So, um, I mean, it's kind of a big responsibility too. Do you have a message for girls who maybe are just starting their scouting journey or haven't even considered joining the Boy Scouts? Um, I would just like to say to, um, I guess, make a plan for how you want to <laughs> execute everything. I um, I mean, I'm a senior right now in high school, so I didn't have a lot of time to become an Eagle Scout. I had to um, always be working on merit badges whenever I was at an event and all that stuff. So I would just encourage um, other girls who are interested to like try to get your requirements in first so that you can have a lot of fun um, in scouting <laughs> activities after you're, you're done. <laughs> like, I guess, kind of like going to Bechtel. Try to, try to make Eagle Scout if that's what you're um, that's what you're hoping to do, but try to enjoy it the best you can. Did you have a favorite outdoor activity that you could remember in your entire scouting experience so far? Well, I really like, I like boating and stuff like that. So, um, again, when we were at summer camp, I really like kayaking and canoeing and all of that. So I think those experiences were probably the most fun for me. All right, Lottie. Well, thanks so much for joining us on Scout on Chattanooga. We really appreciate it. And we um, wish you the best in getting that next step over with of finding a college and doing all that sort of stuff. I know how stressful that that can be. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. For more scouting spotlights or to get your son or daughter involved in scouting, go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com. Now back with the final word, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cupmaster Kyle. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens and Cupmaster Kyle. And uh, guys, I, I feel like amongst our group here of uh, Scout on Chattanooga, I'm sort of the outside guy looking in. I, I mean, every podcast I'm learning about scouting, I'm learning about uh, what a Eagle Scout is. And today... I learned more from Drew than probably any podcast we have done regarding what is an Eagle Scout and how an Eagle Scout can take you as a young boy, turn you into a young man, and make you into a successful man or successful adult. 37 years old, he gave all the credit in the world to his experience being an eagle scout mm-hmm. and he shared it with his family too i mean his dad steve was his uh scout master growing up in fact steve is still um doing things volunteering with our council to this day so it just goes to show you that scouting continues on yeah and i was really struck by his energy mm-hmm. i mean this is a tough time and you're talking you know he just alluded to it briefly but in conversations i had leading up to this recording I mean, was it, what do you say, like 2,000 
interviews mm-hmm. or or i mean there's a word fancy you know audition uh, thank you yeah. i knew cupmaster kyle would uh, excuse me big daddy kyle would know um out of the radio what an audition is so thank he you auditions but all the that's time. crazy i mean 2000 and he's and he's and he's finally you know getting in there and he's he's making it to, mm-hmm. to the level that he wants to and that level of endurance and commitment i just think man i probably would have given up He's definitely uh, passionate, and uh, I found it interesting, too, his comments about uh, he puts the fact that he's an Eagle Scout on his resume, on his applications, Mm -hmm. and how much that has carried him throughout his uh, professional career. And, you know, there's a lot of Eagle Scouts that are out there that, uh, I mean, look at Don Muller. He says that if he sees Eagle Scout on a resume – that person automatically gets an interview with him. Now, they may not get the job, but that guarantees them an interview to be talked to, um, just having that on their resume. And I think Drew makes a great example of, you know, the only time that you're successful at failure is when you quit trying. So as long as you keep trying, you never fail. And I think that we should all take that lesson and just roll with it no matter where you are in your scouting career if you are just getting started or if you're an adult scouter or a kid that's listening to us right now just remember to always keep trying and i think something else that really struck me that sean was i think highlighted a little more today than with some previous guests and that is that scouting is so experience driven Mm -hmm. it's not you know what my scoutmaster told me in a uh, board of review that I had for a certain rank that means the most as much as it is the lightning broke the mast of the ship and I had to get a stuck on a reef mm-hmm. to get to learn okay here's how I feel about this and here's how I can react to this and so yeah. I think that that's something I'm struck as someone who was not myself as a child involved in scouting is that level of experience and and the opportunity to experience those things as a young man um i think it's just incredible yeah you know we're approaching a year with scott on chattanooga we've had so many great guests and a lot of great conversations and today was a conversation that was very different and unique from any that we've had here on the podcast Mm -hmm. so uh, very well done jared pickens and lining up our guests so you have raised the bar today which means you're going to have to even go higher next month. Sounds like a trap. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's an incentive, or, or not an incentive, but uh, hey, it's it's sometimes difficult to find great guests, and uh, boy, we've we've had many of them here on uh, Scout on Chatter. Well, I tell you what, I would love is for some of our listeners. You know, we've we've told our listeners for several months to. We'll be happy to give you a shout out if you reach out to us. And, and we had that wonderful gentleman from Oklahoma who's listening mm-hmm. to the podcast yep. we talked about last time. So we'd love to hear from anybody. Let us know that you're listening to the show. Send an email to jared.pickens at scouting.org. Go to our um, Facebook page. Go to the Facebook. But um, what I'd also really be interested in, you know, Sean's bringing up the guests, is who do y'all want to hear from? Um, you know, we, we can always ask people in town, in the town of Chattanooga, people that are from scouting here who might be a really interesting story, just like Drew was today. Uh, we'd love to set up an interview and have them share their story for us on the podcast. So please let me know. Me and Kyle talk all the time. And so just send an email to jared.pickens at scouting.org so that, that we can start working on it. 
Hey, I've always wanted to have a conversation with Jennifer Aniston. Do you think you could arrange that? <laughs> uh, hey, Kyle. Kyle. Um, <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on. Simmer down. Bro. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Oh, sorry. Hey, um, <laughs> this is for Kyle. So, should we let Kim know that he's asking this question? Oh, yes. she, oh wait. She would, know. She, <laughs> she, she would She'd oh, be she, fine with that. She would? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need to get yeah. Kim on the show sometime. Yeah. 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 We would have this conversation all together. I mean, it, it's it's no, it'd be you know. Uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe Kim can come on our one year anniversary episode. So so, I thought, so J- J- Jared, take a deep breath over. I thought you were going to bust there for a moment. I was pretty amused. I was pretty amused. Uh, um, but hey, you know, mine's Scarlett Johansson. No, just so you know, no, no. <laughs> no guest uh, now we're is fully, too big. We're fully committed now. No, to no this guest theme. is too big or too small for Scout on Chattanooga the podcast <laughs> we're we're a uh, newspaper famous now or at least magazine famous that's right thanks Local again magazine to chatter famous. uh magazine for, except they for didn't mention ceo them. jared pickens oh my gosh as the Sean. host of scout on chattanooga so back to the values of scouting <laughs> we <laughs> we've already had enough of that today well i just want to share you know <laughs> <laughs> Drew gave us all those. Uh, all the, okay, all those, so we're good. Let me let me let me bring us around. Let me bring us around. You, Kyle, are you okay? Yeah. Are you I'm gonna make right. it? I'm all right. Okay, so it's a new year, January first, and I look forward to and I think about what awesome things scouting has in store for the Tennessee Valley and the people that live there over the course of this wonderful year. 2022 and i just get really really excited you look pumped right now i'm i get pumped. it's all okay on your leadership I, and so we're good no 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 what we're dedicated it starts at to, the top well yeah it starts trickles with, down well you're exactly right it starts at the top and the top is those six to eight hundred volunteer leaders who are committed to meeting every week with these kids, to getting them out there, putting people like Drew safely on a boat in the Bahamas. The mask goes down. They get mm-hmm. the wreck on a reef and learn and experience that. Those six to 800 volunteer leaders that we have at any given time, you guys are the real heroes and, and why me and Kyle are doing what we're doing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you know, Skymont Summer Camp, it'll be here within seven months. Um, we've got some great spring activities, fall activities, membership drives. I'm just really pumped about what scouting is going to do in 2022 for our area. Kyle, what about you? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the website address, Kyle, for more information. Where can folks that are listening uh, seek out more information about wonderful scouting here in Chattanooga where can they do that online? you can uh, do that at CherokeeAreaBSA.org or uh, you can go and visit us on the Cherokee Area BSA Facebook page and Scout on Chattanooga Facebook page all right gentlemen any final words before we go Jared I just want to say that Sean I know I thank you a lot but you've mentioned a few times we've made it almost a year for the podcast it's just a lot of fun. And one thing that I really would like to let everybody know is that, you know, Sean gives us this great studio and helps us troubleshoot, you know, getting our guests connected. And it's just tremendous to have that level of support. And Kyle over here, he's essentially the producer of, of our show and manages all of the editing. And so when you see both these gentlemen say thank you, but I want to say how much fun I've had, 
you know, when, when Sean joined the board uh, almost a year ago, he asked me, he said, hey, what about podcasts? Have you considered doing a podcast? And I thought, that sounds like an awful lot of work. And, <laughs> and Sean guaranteed me, he said, man, it's going to be good. You know, we need to get scouting's message out there in a different format. And I'm just so thankful for you challenging us to do that. Well, glad to do it. And, uh, you know, there's, there's many ways to get the word out. And this is just another way to, to do that. And uh, there's so many things that you guys already do very well, and this podcast just uh, sort of complements uh, what else is already going on. It's fun. So. A lot of fun. Cubmaster Kyle, any final words before we go? Uh, you know what? Enjoy the new year and scout on Chattanooga. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cubmaster Kyle. Have fun cruising in those Bermuda shorts. Thank you, sir. And uh, stay out of the Harry Man uh, contest that's going on uh, poolside. Okay. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Scout on Chattanooga. Go to the Scout on Chattanooga Facebook page for any suggestions or comments about today's podcast. Click on the subscribe button at your favorite podcast platform for all future podcasts. For Jared Pickens, Cupmaster Kyle, I'm Sean Whitfield, and thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Scout on Chattanooga, presented by the Cherokee Area Council BSA. To learn more about scouting in the Tennessee Valley, join a unit, or donate and become a friend of scouting, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.org. And be sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And use the hashtag TNGAScouts to stay up to date with the youth leaders in our area. Thank you.